Today, we're talking about everybody's best friend, dogs. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Our pal, dog trainer Linda Groff, tells us things every dog owner should know. And you'll learn that a boop is not the cute thing it might sound like. Get a drink and take a seat. You're in the back room. everybody welcome to the backroom show i'm gary williams and i'm matthew ferranda that's right matthew ferranda who once turned an unassisted triple play in his pants mm. yeah he worked a long time on that no, one no i didn't no, <laughs> no. actually no clearly no, he did I put not no time into no. that one i'm sorry saint Bert, yes. that you had to hear that yeah I'm exactly sorry. hey you know what seriously though do you you go to your crotch a lot you really do your hands go down there a lot uh, yeah it's true yeah it's like a magnet it is one of all right. Um, also, uh, of course, we are the Backroom Show. Don't forget to listen to Matt. Why don't you go ahead and plug it? Day drinking. What? Oh, the show, the other show we do, yeah. uh, Day Drinking Saved My Life, starring Matt Deterior. Um, yes, that's as, his real name. As a functional member of society. Wow. And I want to want to give anything away, but I just want to tease. There's a possibility very soon, another show joining the Backroom family. You just cursed it. Ah, son of a shit. <laughs> All right, so joining us today, again, uh, we have the uh, backroom executive producer, the lovely, my lady love, Denise Maglinski. Hi there. Oh. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, today, we are going to be talking about one of my absolute favorite topics. Go ahead, Matt, with a joke. Your balls. My balls. <laughs> No, dogs. We're talking dogs. Six of one, half dozen. The yeah, other. you know, it depends on well, whatever. It's not that kind of show. Or is it? I don't know. We're talking dogs. And we want to uh, introduce our guest. Uh, there's Louie, our dog, who's making a ruckus already. Denise and I have two dogs, and one of them, Louie, believe it or not, actually has been trained. <laughs> uh, we met this woman about almost two years ago. She's a lovely, lovely woman, a great trainer. A fun person. Please welcome to the back room. Linda Groff is in the back room, ladies and gentlemen. Linda Groff is in the back room. Hi, Linda. Hi, Gary. Welcome to the back room. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now, um, oh, look at Louie just going nuts over there. <laughs> this is my girl. Now, now, would you say we shouldn't tell people that you train Louie based on behavior? <laughs> or, I just tell people, think how bad they could be if they hadn't had any training. That's good. Mm. That's genius. <laughs> That's a beautiful marketing right there. Hey, just think how dog bad your dog could be. <laughs> so, um, so let's get into it. Linda. Yes. Question for you. Uh-oh. Because that's what we do here. We talk on this show. <laughs> Matt got a haircut. He looks ridiculous. I do. Lee I handsome. Do. Uh, <laughs> huh? I have a dog in my crotch right yes, now. You do. Well, we'll get to that. Um, my hands need to be there, Gary. Exa- Come on. But you know. Exactly. Um, all right, start from the beginning. How did it all start for you? Did you, uh, how did it all the love start? of dogs? Did you have one as a kid? Did you have a favorite? Oh, how did it work? I remember being somewhere around maybe eight 
And I think, I don't remember the details because that's going way, way back, but the I think it was a neighbor had this little rat terrier. Mm -hmm. A terrier. That was there the sign go. right there is a terrier. And I think they were trying to get rid of it. And for some reason, my mom said, we can take it. And now I don't know if it was supposed to be temporarily while they were on vacation right. or if we were actually getting it. I just remember it was there for a very short period of time. But that was it. It was like I missed having that dog when it was gone. It, like I said, I was only eight or nine, maybe. Mm. I do remember always having lots of animals, though, of every kind. Really? Every kind, yes. In fact, to the point of one Saturday, my mom used to work at a shoe store. So she was at work. My dad, he drove truck for many various companies, like uh, delivering milk, bread, whatever. And I took it upon myself to entertain the kids of the neighborhood and pulled right. all my animals out onto the front porch Watch me sell this dog in half. <laughs> no, it wasn't a, no, not a magic <laughs> show. Grabbed a bunch of sheets, which right. my mom said, you know, those were just cleaned. Right. And hung them off the porch <laughs> and said, five cents for the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so you have an idea how far right. back that was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You and, uh, you, you and my Lucy. <laughs> psychiatry stand. <laughs> Yes, and, uh, I had hamsters, guinea pigs. Yeah. My dad's snakes came out. I think I had a crocodile at that time, wow. probably a rabbit. Not a few less guinea pigs. Yeah, you always said more. The beginning of the show, the snake was like, ah, <laughs> pat his belly. I never heard a snake burp before. Yeah, that's right? kind of neat. <laughs> I smell uh, guinea pig. So, so when did when did it sort of occur to you? Holy crap, I love dogs and like them so much. Or was it the opposite? Was it like, I see a lot of problems going on and I think that I could help people? No, I actually, uh, way back in the late 70s, there was a pet store in the Berkshire Mall, which mm. there's one there now, but this was under a, this was a different chain, okay. uh, the now defunct Dr. Pet Center. Mm. And I worked there. Hold on, Dr. Pet Center? Dr. Pet Center, oh, yes. Hi, ladies, I'm a doctor. <laughs> oh my, a doctor with pets. That guy was rolling in chicks, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all right. But uh, so I had, I felt sorry for this one poor yellow lab oh, puppy. There we go. He was not being sold and it kept reducing the price. And finally, one afternoon, my mom came in and I said, you got to see this puppy. Right. And I got him out of the cage. I says, and now he's only, and I think he was down to $150. Right. I got to take him home. Mm. And she said, okay. I have no choice. Right. I don't even want to. I don't like this dog, but I have no this choice. This dog's an asshole. But... He's a jerk, this guy. But there's something about him. <laughs> Looking at you, Louie, by the way. Where are you, buddy? He's sleeping. He's over here by his trainer. Yeah, see, there you go. He remembers. Yeah. <laughs> So, so then that dog just had to go with you? He went home with me, yes. Mm. And that's his name? His name was Mike. Hi, Mike. Which is now my husband's name. Uh, wait, did, wait, hold, wait, on, hold on, did the dog turn into your husband? <laughs> no, or, no. or did you make your husband change his name? <laughs> right. But honey, I'm Carl. <laughs> it's Mike now. <laughs> you are Mike. All right, James. <laughs> so then, so then uh, but how did, you, how did you get into sort of formal... Training? Like training as far as taking on clients and other people's dogs oh like well that. that that didn't start until uh i was dabbling with like helping out friends people mm -hmm. uh they liked what they saw when i took my dogs out and they okay. said oh i have a problem with my dog Do you so think it, you it can start, help me real quick it started then 
you were showing, mm-hmm. and just by default you decided to learn well, that, how to make that the dog, dog just behave better yes, right? in front of people. Yes. Right, okay. And that dog led to a actual nice show quality lab. Right. And that breeder I'm actually still friends and who's with. And like Fred? Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> so the next one was named Seamus. 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 Nice Irish dog. Sure. Which means uh, one who replaces another. Mm-hmm. And so he had to replace Mike, who, because my parents were getting divorced, I had to give up. Because at that time I was still living at home. I was only right. like a teenager. Right. So. Aww. Yeah. So Shane. Love you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I'm he, sure he's fine. He went to he no he I'm went sure. to a nice home and actually the guy who adopted him said you're welcome to come back and see him anytime and like, like a couple months after we had let him go to this guy whose name I still remember Robert Kearns. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're out there, I hope you took good care of him. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was like in love. I mean I showed up. And like Mike came to the door and immediately went right back and laid at the feet of Robert. And it's oh. like, he looked over at me and wagged his tail like, thank uh, you for finding right. me a nice home. Right. But, uh, I remember what you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and then I kind of got involved in the dog training club of Brooks County. And, you know, that uh, kind of then took off to where I was really into more formal training. Go ahead, Denise. I know you're dying to ask me questions. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So what would you tell people is the worst thing they can do? Or what are the, what are the biggest mistakes that we as, as dog owners make? So what many. is the biggest? They don't train their dogs. That's the biggest mistake they can make is they don't train their dogs. Just make them learn simple stuff. Sit down, come walk nice on a leash. Those, mm-hmm. if they can at least just concentrate on write. those. How mm-hmm. to write. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. make movies, yeah. do right. podcasts. Right, exactly. <laughs> we, we used, when we trained Louie, you, you stressed something that we still talk about, that um, uh, stay and come. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, other ones will save your dog's life potentially. Yes. There's, there's a hierarchy of what's important. Yes. You know, give me Paul, play dead. That's all cute and all. But there are ones that are so more important because they may save your dog's life. Yes. And we still talk about that because, yeah. you know, Louie's kind of spazzy. And, <laughs> but he's very good at calm. He will. Yeah, yeah it we- depends on where we are. If he's, super distracting, there's, if he's super distracting, there's all kinds of exciting stuff going yeah. on. He's less good at calm. Oh, what dog is it, though? Yeah, it's, that's hard. I mean, I yeah. do know some people that, and I never know if it's because the dog is that attached to them. But they can, they say, I've never witnessed it, they say they can call their dog off of chasing a deer or a rabbit that I would have to see with my own eyes, but... What, on their phone? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? It's Tucker. What's going on? Okay, come back. But I'm... All right, man. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Now, you um, promote and advocate what you call... I think you call it a positive method dog training. Right. Positive reinforcement. Yes. Um, what was, so you advocate for this positive method dog training. Mm-hmm. What were you observing? What was going on? Do you thought, well, I don't like the, cause I, we talked about that a little yes. bit in training Louie about you didn't like what was sort of the norm. What the norm training. was in yeah. back in the eighties. Yes. Uh, I actually, <laughs> Everyone trained it that way because we were still not exposed to clicker training. And what is that exactly? Let's talk about what they specifically what they were doing wrong. They weren't doing. I won't say they were doing it wrong. Well, right. There was. They were taking a lot of stuff off of police training. Mm. um, Very the use of this alpha position over packs of dogs, and we now understand that pushing it down, kind of. Yes, it was a a lot of forceful. uh, So you'll see people that 
do now positive reinforcement also call it force-free training. They're okay. basically saying, we're not forcing your dog to do anything. We are trying to communicate to it what we would like it to do. There was a, a very supposedly well-known uh, trainer at that time, William Kohler, who had a book out, and that's what everyone sort of went by. And some of his methods were really not so kind. Like if your dog was digging a hole in the backyard... He advocated that you fill that hole up with water and put the dog's head into it. Uh, oh, oh, right. It's in his book. Yes. So just things like that. I'd and like to smack him on the nose with his book. <laughs> right. I don't like that. And yeah. put him in the corner for put an him, hour. Yeah. A timeout. Yeah. Put a, uh, uh, what are those? Those uh, prong collars. Electric yeah. collar. Yes. Well, what are other things like that that you see? There you go. Well, and so this, uh, there's another term in dog training world that you'll often hear. And I tell people when I now give my background info to people i am what is called a crossover trainer so i did used to actually train with prong collars never put my dog's head in a puddle filled with you know water mm -hmm. but um and the dominant down was a big thing in the late 80s my last show lab uh, he was a real piece of work he was one or i was on the brink of thinking about giving him back to the breeder wow. but i don't generally do that with my dogs mm -hmm. i hold on to them and just we work through our problems but the trainer that we were seeing at the time was you were supposed to push your dog down and hold him down because you thought that's what you wanted him to do at that time. And if he resisted and growled, you growled back at him and pushed him down harder. And so that's I think... That's how I uh, got Denise to go out with me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just held her down just, until she growled Oh, back. no, no, she <laughs> held me down. Yeah. Oh, no, no, she held me down to get away from me. And I growled, fine. <laughs> Not a different show. Enough. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's why so many people have an issue with certain celebrity dog trainers on TV. Right. We won't mention We're looking names. at you, Caesar? Caesar? Something Caesar. like that, yeah. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I know who you mean. I don't really the know dog the whisperer. Uh, yeah, the Psst. dog whisperer. Hey, hey, hey. hey I still on. see that people out there. You want to see a dead body? Let's <laughs> <laughs> get on their bikes and go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah going. Yeah. And they say, how's that working for you? Yeah. Because the dog's still doing what they're trying to stop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my question is, um, what, in your opinion, makes dogs trainable? Like, beyond just they're smart animals, because I know some pretty dumb dogs that are trained very well. Um, and well, that's so true. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is there certain ones you go, well, like, are there like D student dogs? <laughs> I'm just, that's a good question, man. I, I'm just curious. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what is it about dogs that makes them not susceptible, but uh, that they're, they're capable of being trained like that? They're breeding. Mm -hmm. So we select certain dogs and honed on or, or uh, concentrated on those traits like the border, border collies. They wanted dogs that would herd sheep. So they found dogs that were really, really good at going along to push sheep into a pen but not bite at them. And they would selectively breed those to another dog who was just as good. And then labs. We wanted mm. to try and find the hunters wanted a dog that would go out after ducks without being, you know, too well trained. They wanted right. to do it on instinct. So you looked for a dog that when you saw a flock of geese flying overhead went, oh. What's that? You know, right. oh, so he's got what we call birdiness. So that's how the breeds were. But so, are, are, are there some breeds like you go, oh, some people think that. Okay, so I have a bull terrier. Right. <laughs> he's oh, my you second mean, you mean one. Bull, a bull headed terrier? No, yeah. <laughs> bull terrier. Yes. And people say, 
oh, you can't do anything with them. They're stubborn. Right. Well, they just have a different agenda. <laughs> See, that's different because uh, I'm of an age where Spud McKenzie was a little bit of TV. Yes. So I know they're cool and like to party. <laughs> right, right, right. So I would never have thought that. So, well, the Target Dog, right? right. It's a bull terrier, right? That's a bull terrier, yeah. It's a bull terrier, yeah. Yep. But so the, no, you don't necessarily go, oh, there's lots of obstacles. There's no way it's going to learn. Or like, I mean, I guess some are somewhat smarter or better to train, but. No dog's hopeless, right? Right, right. Just just because of... Like, of, like I said, so some certain dogs have different drives. You have... So if you were to take a Cavalier Charles Spaniel, which I try to tell people is a great first dog. Right. Labs, not so much. Right. As much as you and I love Anthony's, we love right. Labs. They really are not the best first dog for people that have never had dogs because a lot of them nowadays are so high energy. Mm. So King Charles Cavalier Spaniels, they're great little lap dogs, would not want to use them to go out hunting right. for birds. They do do right. some hunting. They flush because they are in the Spaniel, right. but not also a, much of a protection dog. You're not going to see them in Schutzhund. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you know, but boy, they're boy, can they cuddle, right? Yes, they can, yeah. and they're good at that. But these traits that you talk about that are sort of innate, the the herding dogs mm-hmm. and whatnot. Now, Newfoundlanders, for example, like to swim. Yes, um, and save people. Is that an inborn trait? Yes. That, really? So I, I find that fascinating that an animal would just be like, I like swimming, um, <laughs> without having known anything about and it. And what a positive attitude. Right. Is that? <laughs> I, like I like swimming. That's fun. Come on, everybody. Let's go. Have you ever met a dog that really wasn't kind of like that, uh, though? Of course not. You know. Hey, this is great. I That's love awesome. everybody. Let's do this. Yay. Like, uh, we're, know, we're sitting outside. Yeah, but we're sitting so together. Right. Yeah. Oh, so man. Great. This is so great. That's a really good point, actually, because it's always positive. And always whatever, you know, even if it's like, yay, I just crapped on the carpet. And we're like, <laughs> kind of wish you hadn't done that. But yeah, but did you see the pyramid I right. there? Well, yeah, I will say the shape is good. So <laughs> anyway, Denise and I, go ahead. You would have mentioned the uh, the designer dog thing, right? Oh, the mixed the thing. designer dogs. Yeah, these used to be mixed breeds, you know. They used to be mutts. Now they're designer dogs. Yeah. DD, whatever poos, whatever doodles, right? them. You know, you used to just find them and end up with a um, golden doodle. Now mm-hmm. we're intentionally breeding, breeding them. Um, it's nuts, right? It I is mean, nuts. I suppose and, and, and you people, could be making traits that people find desirable, but... Well, yeah. the, the, the biggest thing we talk about is how people try to market them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's the Aussie doodle and the whatever. It's like, eh. I mean, that's great. I mean, I... Dog, love your dog. I don't Why care. do you hate dogs, Gary? Oh, I know, Gary. <laughs> Says the guy wearing a cat shirt, I, I, and I'm not oh, no. kidding. He's it's little buff, wearing, for Christ's sake. Get a little buff. Uh, she is, and she transcends but, animals. Yeah, but it's it's the marketing of them. Yes. Like, oh, oh, you took a golden retriever and a poodle, and well, get me get my checkbook out. How old am I? A checkbook, by the way? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, that's just, we called that a mutt or a mixed breed. Exactly. Not that many years ago. Right, yeah. What yeah. do you think of that? It's silly, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, the the gentleman who kind of started all this has now come out and said he's so sorry that he started all this. He wanted to create a service dog for people who didn't want the hair from a Labrador and they weren't really enamored with the poodle. So he thought by breeding uh, golden retrievers and or Labradors to poodles that he could get the qualities of the service dogs. So you see so many Labradors and golden retrievers Mm -hmm. as you know, uh, C&I dogs, canine companions for people with uh, assisted, uh, need assistance. 
And he would breed them to poodles, and he would create a dog that had the capability and the uh, people bonding, which poodles aren't always known for, mm-hmm. of the retrievers. And we would get the hypoallergenic qualities of the poodle. Mm-hmm. He actually did, uh, I think, some research on how he was going to breed them. So now you'll hear people say, well, I have a third generation, and they have P numbers, which means they've had Golden Doodle 1 bred to Golden Doodle number 2. Okay, I was thinking about something yeah. else. And <laughs> thank, you, thank you for clearing that up, Linda. Wow. <laughs> uh, and they think that this is a more pure type of a Golden Doodle oh, than geez. people who just take a poodle and just take a Golden Retriever and breed them together. Wow. Yes. That really is getting picky, right? Yes. Well, it gets even more so when you hear people say, I have a Golden Doodle who is a P3 generation that I imported from Australia. Oh. And, I'm, and like Denise said, and yet 20 years ago, you could have probably had as many golden doodles as you wanted yeah. if you would have gone to the Animal Rescue League. Hey, right. hey Labrador, go back that poodle. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what happens. Jeez. Hey, look. Go, go make some romance. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Go love her. Go do the spaghetti thing. Yeah, you, know, know. you know, they call it Bellinote. Just get out there and eat oh, the stupid pasta. Shut up. Yeah. Go make now, some beautiful babies. Let's exactly. go. And I'll sell them for way too much money. Way, way. too much I'm going to some idiot. I'm going to put a thing about taking a pee on this. Yeah, see, and I'm a P3. And I get to pay you know, more money. Hey, for how many P's you got? I yeah. don't know. Like nine. I don't know. With a sp- high number. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, 12 P's for you. I take many P's a day, by the way, <laughs> exactly. but that's a whole different no show. No one's paying more money <laughs> no, to watch None. Them. Not a one. Yeah, nope. Not an extra dollar from that. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you this, because every dog I've ever gotten, I'm so sure within the first two weeks, this I found... This is it, baby. I found the next agility star. I found the next, what does it terrier do? The go to ground thing? The frisbee dog? I'm like, this is going to be the, I know it for a fact. Just, and then I go, hey. it's mostly about me. They go, what? I got to go outdoors <laughs> and go mostly, do stuff? Yeah, I think now, do you think people do that a lot? Do you think people put way too many unrealistic expectations on their dogs? Oh, yeah. A lot, right? Oh, yeah. 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 What, what's a common one you see? Oh, well. Long division. There you go. <laughs> All right. There you go. This kid, he still can't spell. <laughs> He'll never win the spelling bee. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know that a lot of the border collies that are now doing agility are because a lot of the people who saw their friends who had border collies winning, those people thought, oh, that's all I need to do. I need to get a border collie, right. and then I will win in agility. Just and then, put them in front of the stuff. Yeah, that's right. Not, they know how to do it. Just know what to do. They just know how to do Wait, it. Wait, hold on. They don't? Really? <laughs> no, you got to actually train them. What? Get what? That's crazy. <laughs> Can you believe that? I know, Got to right? train a dog to do stuff. Ah. Now, I have a uh, more personal mm. question. Um, this involves Matt. And involves Louie. Okay. Mm. I know now, where Matt, this is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matt uh, comes over. At least once a week or whatever, yeah. right? We, we, we record and we do stuff. Um, other people come over, but just Matt, for some reason, Louie loves to nudge Matt directly in his junk. It's, it's true. In his penis and balls. <laughs> Perfect tap. <laughs> Only every time. him. Mm-hmm. Only him. He has a sense. 
Maybe Matt's stressing to the left that day. I don't, yeah. Maybe you're feeling a little cold. <laughs> Whatever. He knows where to find. But but this way, what's the Star Wars thing where Luke shoots the into the into the oh into yeah the, the, mine? The, the trench run there. Yeah. yeah, he knows exactly yeah. that spot where to shoot the exactly. laser. He turns off his viewfinder and it. just lets the force do it. its job. He, he, My theory yeah. is he's got a squeak that only dogs can hear. Mm. Like it's that coming out of my penis. <laughs> like, yeah, you've got a squeak. He thinks Interesting. It's a toy. Yeah. Like oh, actually, I do whistle from my penis so, yeah. it, it's so. it's inaudible to humans but. so so when <laughs> you're in the shower adults can hear it yeah, yeah so true. if you're in the shower and you're right here come on matt we don't have time for this <laughs> our water bill is ridiculous <laughs> so you're saying that matt's crotch might be akin to a dog toy yes i never considered it's- that Hmm. It's just well, a theory. I also have never considered this, but it all but, makes sense now. Yeah, you know what? It's all starting to come together. Balls? Balls? Uh-uh. 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 That's the dirtiest thing we just said all <laughs> So anything we can do about that? Or, or just... just uh, Who said I wanted anything done? <laughs> <laughs> Let's slow your roll here, buddy. Let's slow it down here a little Maybe bit. Maybe he should consider being neutered? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, your lips to God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need another one. Yeah. Oh, another kid. Yeah, no, Are you entirely sure that it is your kid, though? Not at all. Ouch. But anyway, my balls. Yeah. Me. So let's. So let's what get can we do about Louie nudging Matt in the in the in the uh, in his man area? Any uh, thoughts? No, I have no thoughts on that. <laughs> so you gonna stop putting bacon in your pants? Yeah. It's, well, it's Maybe it's what he's wrap, eating. Bacon wrap sausage. You know. Oh, that's true. What are you eating before you come over to see Louie? Dog treats. <laughs> The crumbs are dropping down yeah, there. Yeah. Bacon grease. Bacon grease and dog treats. Like you do. Alpo. Yeah. No big deal. So. Actually, Linda did teach us to put our hand out, and he would nose, mm. he would nose our hands instead of Interesting. your junk. So maybe what you should oh. do is have a so free if, hand. If you yeah, can put that, your hand over my junk, that should right? help. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, you like I said earlier, see it all comes back to that. Your hands <laughs> are always on your crotch. Well, I'm telling you, like, because when I come in this house, I li- my hands go right over my immediately, junk. immediately, and because it's coming. The boop is coming at some point. <laughs> yes. And while I appreciate oh, what a cute you, way to say it. Yeah, exactly. The boop. <laughs> the boop. Oh, I got booped. Yeah, a little boop. <laughs> you know. Now I can't have children no more. That's uh, great. Yay! Thank you, Louie. Yay! Or maybe you should turn around, let him boop your butt. There you I, go. Maybe, right? A little butt boop. Know. Never hurt anybody. That's right. Yeah. But Louie also can't have kids because. Well, then me and him should hook up. I'm just saying. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> and sexy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Is it, though? Oh, well, all right. On that note, we're taking a turn for the weird. Uh, yeah. Linda, then anything you want to push? You want to? How can, can they get in you? contact with you? Yeah, yeah for How training? can they get in contact with me? Actually, I have an email that is associated with where I am now training at, which is Awesome Dogs. Yes. So if Shout you... out to uh, Mary, Joe, and Steve, right? Yes. There you go. Uh, if you email Linda at awesomedogs.com, I have personal email now to them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to push that I have a rally class and an agility class starting up in September. Okay. So those are kind of new to the Awesome Dogs training curriculum. And that's what? It's awesomedogs.llc.com or what is, what's, the, what's their? Yeah, it's their, yeah, their Awesome Dogs LLC. Yeah. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. There you go. Yep. Awesome. Christown <laughs> Road. Huh? Yep. Huh? Right yeah, across from Riverview yeah. Nursery. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, and uh, I think Denise would agree with me that two enthusiastic thumbs up on uh, Linda. Thank you. Training. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, and uh, at the end of the class, she buys everybody ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I may have made that part of <laughs> Only one way to find out. There you go. (laughs) Take a class. There you go. (laughs) So, Linda, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for asking me to come over. Awesome. You are definitely going to be coming back. 
Anyway, again, we want to thank uh, Linda Groff for coming in to talk dogs with us. Uh, guess that's it. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. In the back room. In the back room. Hey, you. You're so great. Thanks for listening to The Back Room Show. Be sure to check out Day Drinking Save My Life also on The Backroom Network. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.